Dude, I'm, I'm crushing it on Marvel Snap right now, I gotta say. I thought you deleted it. <laughs> no, I told you to delete it. This, no, no, you told me not to download it, which you, which you should have done. It's just not said nothing. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. On yeah, episode. yeah, let's, let's start right down. Let's start right now with the Thanos Snap. Marvel Snap. Uh, is Thanos snapping away your free time if you download this fucking game? And I'm not a sponsor <laughs> or nothing like that. It's you. You know what's weird is I almost prefer, in some ways, the the predatory nature of like Diablo Immortal because at least that pissed me off. The Marvel with this game here, with this Marvel Snap, this mobile uh, card game, they they figured out a way to make you love it. They make you love because you know what? You don't have to pay for anything. Nope. You can play Marvel Snap all you want without buying nothing. Yep. And because and if you do buy stuff, all it does is upgrade the co the cosmetics of the cards. Right. There, there. You can't. It's not really pay to win, but 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 the thing is. They've done such a good job at because um, basically, like you start out with with the cards, you unlock heroes with the season pass and all that stuff. You unlock more cards, but they change the you upgrade the cards artwork and they and 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 you know you get sick of playing with the same boring cards and then somebody plays against you and they throw one down and it's lightning flashes and all this other shit. And it's like they they got you, they got you by the balls. Rob called me the other day and told me. He was like, whatever you do, don't download this game. I had to delete it off my phone. So obviously I'm gonna download the game. <laughs> I was like, I got to see what this talk, what you talking about? And man, and then like nine hours later, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think this is gonna be a problem. It's, it's literally it, what I'm doing with with all my um like extra time. Yep. Yeah, when I'm not washing my ass or writing or performing, I'm playing Marvel Snap. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay with your wallet or pay with your calendar. Either one. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And I already gave him ten dollars. No, I gave him ten dollars. I did. I did. I bought some gold. It, it's very confusing. I, why? Are they, why is it always so confusing the monetary system? It's like you need, because, to, you need gold to buy gems, to buy jewels, to buy uh, to buy uh, upgrade points, and but then you can upgrade sometimes with just jewels. I don't know, man. It's 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 always it's. I guess they do that on purpose to put as many layers as possible between you and the money you spent. I think it has a couple of different um, purposes. The first one is to obfuscate how much you're actually spending because if it said hey you can you can make hawkeye look like this for five dollars then you probably wouldn't do that right you probably wouldn't spend that money but if it's like oh it only costs three infinity gems to upgrade hawkeye's look and if you like work backwards from it it's it, you know it ends it's, it's still the same amount of money but you know it's like it's like poker chips as opposed to dollar bills if you were at a casino and every time you put down a bet, you had to put down cold, hard cash. You would not bet as much money as if it was little colored chips. Yeah, correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. The other thing is that then they can also upsell you where they're like, well, look, you can get 100 gold bars or whatever the fuck the thing is for 
$399. But if you do $999, then you're going to get a thousand extra. Uh, extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they can, you can, you can bundle it together. But, but I'm going to tell you what, though. Blizzard, specifically the Overwatch 2 team, y'all need to get in contact with these Marvel Snap people. And, and, and get this get this cosmetic shit down pat because the blizzard battle pass is fucking garbage it's garbage even the paid one it's garbage i mean i, I maybe 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 i'm being a little you know because it's garbage because it it uh <clears throat> the you know the they they give you all the shit that nobody really care about Right. You know, listen, we want skins, we want highlight intros, we want victory poses, we want emotes, all that other shit, voice lines and sprays and all that. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> and 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 the thing is, that's the thing, is if you you know, Blizzard is straight up, you know, they're just putting out skins and they cost a certain amount of money. And that that's not the way, man. I everything I've ever bought from Blizzard, I begr I bought begrudgingly. I'm talking about mm -hmm. in-game purchases. Marvel Snap just they just got it. They just got the formula down pat. It's like a slot machine slash blowjob. It, it's like it, it's a perfect mix of endorphins. Because it, it's been in beta since January or something like that. Yeah, it's been around for a little bit. Yeah, and they worked out all the kinks and they give you these little surveys every now and then so they so they know exactly how to tune the game. I bet you they know by your 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 height, age, and weight and location exactly how to 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 give you just enough progress man but you know i do but here's the other thing if i if i find a game and i like a game i will play the fuck out of that game for like a week or two yeah yeah and when i was a kid it would be like a month or three mm. but now you know what i'm saying i don't have time i don't have the energy but but i i do have that once I'm hooked on something, once something got his hooks in me, I'm all in. That's why that's why Marvel Snap for me is so dangerous is because they figured out exactly the right length of match yeah. that will get me. It's it's you like know? it's like two or three minutes. Yeah, that's it. It's two, it's two or three minutes. Little two or three minute match. Uh, uh, again, you know, um the, the Overwatch matches can 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 get a little long. They have gotten shorter than last uh season but you know but when you're in a bad match with bad people and you, it's it's bad it's just bad you got to just wait it out you so know? let me ask you this do you think that because it does the matchmaking thing on marvel snap do you think that some of the people that you're playing against are bots of course that are designed to make you feel better yep definitely okay definitely because there there have been a couple of matches always... where i'm like i'm like i'm definitely going to lose this one and then they do some dumbass shit on like the last round, oh, and yeah. like I I sneak out a win. I'm like, okay, that wasn't a person that did that. Because here's why. Here's why I know. I don't just think so. I know they're bots, and here's how I know they're bots. It's because I get into a game on Marvel Snap in the same amount of time every single time. It's like three seconds, and I'm in a game mm -hmm. every single time. There's never a wait. There's never a none of that. You know, and that's just not feasible. You know, right. unless 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 Marvel or whatever game made whatever company made this game for Marvel, unless they figured out something that the rest of the online matchmaking people ha haven't. 
where you just instantly get into a game every single time you want to, no matter what time of night or day it is. I don't buy that. Right. No, right. no way. And and that's the thing. That's the beauty of it, though, is. And and here's what's so here's another thing, though. They the 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 progress is kind of a trickle because I I and I'm not I bullshit you not. I won my first like 150 games. And I'm still like the lowest level of of progression. Right. Like yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know what the fuck is. Maybe it's something I don't understand. I also have a persistent notification in the shop for some reason. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's something I didn't see or, but I, it's nothing there. It's just going, hey, it's a mm. notification over here in the shop. And I click on it and there's nothing. So I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe because I bought that one thing, they like, you could heal, heal. He's a whale. He'll buy it all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, oh, man. Speaking of whales. Well, anyway, before we get on to that, uh, uh, you just you, you're back in the colonies. Yeah, I'm back. I'm 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 back across the pond, bro. I just came from the O2 Arena in London with Joe Rogan, Hans Kim, and Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, yeah, we had a great time. Um, the crowds over there are so much more different. Um, I want to say they're a little smarter. If that makes sense, not 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 the insult to American crowds, but like, I was surprised because, you know, after you do this, you've been doing this long enough, you can hear, the little subtle differences in the laughs you're getting. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, my, my my more clever material, got way, bigger of a response than I was expecting. Um, over there, so it that that was one thing. Here's the other thing. Now, now look, you think I'm making this up all you want to, but I was not aware of the stereotype that uh, British food is awful. Okay, so I, I, you know, I heard the one about the teeth and all that stuff, but but I didn't. I never heard that. And then and then we and we went over there, and you know, and every time we go do like a big arena or something like that, we go eat a nice dinner. You know, obviously mm-hmm. Joe has access to like nice restaurants and stuff like that. So we went somewhere, and he was like, "I was told that this was the best steakhouse in London." And I was like, "Oh yeah!" So obviously I'm ordering a steak. Yeah, steak was mid. It was a mid. I mean, it, and and and, that, and you know, and then I thought. So so um, the so the next day I ate dinner in the hotel restaurant. The, ho- the restaurant that was in the hotel. I was like, maybe that other thing was just an aberration. Ordered a steak here. It's tasted exactly the same. It's like this burnt, flavorless shit, and 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 and, and I don't get it. Because here's the other thing. The all their meats are fucking gross, and then their 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 fucking pastries and uh, and they're going potatoes. They can cook the fuck out of potato over there. I never I didn't have a single potato that wasn't amazing. But for whatever reason, you know, you get a steak, you get some. I mean, it's for, I don't get it. I don't get it. It was awful, not awful, but it just wasn't. 
I don't know if it's just a different seasoning profile over that motherfucker or something, but it's like all the colonies they got, ain't no spices coming from them colonies. You know, it's like... (laughs) I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get how they should have the best food in the world. They want to I, rule I they, most of the world. I think they have really good Indian food. Did you have any Indian food while you were they, there? Well, no, but it was everywhere. And I, but but it's like mm. yeah. But I'm like I ain't come to England to try Indian food. I get Indian food in America. It's like I came over here. I want this English cuisine, mate. I'm like you know, it's are certain places I won't go with you. I'm not gonna put beans on toast or nothing, nothing, nothing gross like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I wanted to try some Marmite. Apparently, the, the trick with Marmite is to put the daggone Marmite, put, you know, butter the bread first. And Marmite is excellent. But like I said, uh, the food wasn't great. The crowds were amazing. Um, and uh, me and Hans Kim, we decided to pop in on one of these comedy clubs. And uh, and they didn't put us on stage. Whoa. Yeah, we 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 I forget who we we talked to like one of the assistant managers or something and they were like, "Yeah, we don't um we don't really do that." I I, I just think he doesn't he didn't know who we were. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't the type of people who like, "Do you know who I am?" You know, but it was just like the comics knew who we were. Right. But this guy running the place was like, "Yeah, you know, give me your number. We'll come back tomorrow." We're like, "Hey dude, we're doing the O2 Arena tomorrow. I'm not I'm not going to come back over here." <laughs> You know, but but the crowds were great. It was a packed. It was great. I forget the name of the place. It was like Secret Club or something like that, Underground Club, something like that. Why do you, Why do you think the crowds were different? Um, I you know what it is. I think that they are they are educated differently. Mm-hmm. Higher education is more affordable. Mm-hmm. I think they have sort of a maybe a different disposition in general because it's, you know, it's always gloomy and gray and shit, you know? So I think mm-hmm. just English people in general have a different demeanor. You know, they yeah. very, very stiff upper lip. And they, the thing is, they hate each other. Like, they hate to see another British person winning, but they love when an American comes over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They They love a winner. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so, but, but I, I honestly, it's lost on me. I mean, I, I, because here's, here's, here's what it really is. It's not lost on me. Comedy is cultural. What's, what's lost to me is what is the exact differences in our culture, even though I'm sure we sat down and talked about it, we could point them out, but comedy is cultural. And so what's going to resonate with you all depends on how, how well ingrained into a certain culture you are with the comedian you know yeah i think it's also they have such a more developed theater industry and like sense of theater i think over there they think of comedians as a theatrical event as opposed to just like in the u.s in the u.s comedy competes with like going to a baseball game or going to a bar you know what i mean right right yeah, over right. there it's like oh we can go to the opera or we can go to see the comedian see the comedian because yeah, co- you know? a lot of people don't know stand-up has its roots in vaudeville yeah yeah i mean what what we see as modern stand-up now we 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 invented that here but vaudeville was the first place where there was sort of you know monologuing but it was it was part of 
a bigger show. You know, but but just one dude standing there with a mic with nothing else going on around him, that started here. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't it's like I, vaude, vaudeville and the Catskills circuit was a big deal yeah. back in the day. So Chitlin circuit. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I think I agree with that totally. They, they're, they're more of a theater culture. They respect the arts more. So mm-hmm. when you, when you do, when you say, yeah, when they see you doing your art, art, they like, they love that shit. You know, that's, that's all it is. Like you, basically you like, there's a, there's a shitload of mid, there's a shitload of mid-level comedians, not mid-level in terms of their ability, but mid-level in terms of their career mm-hmm. that that can make that make a living over there because it's respected you know over right. here no one's coming to see a comic that they haven't heard of like don't, and don't get me wrong like people some people have a relationship with like they go i'm gonna come i'm gonna go to this club because they always have good shows but but over there like you can sell tickets with nobody really knowing you for real you know because people they don't right. look at it like oh that's a because here's like don't nobody respects your decision to be a comic until you're successful you know right and yeah. you probably if you're uh, unless you're like super hyper successful like a tom segura or a joe rogan or even like with joe rogan a lot of times people who know your comedy they know your comedy because of something else you did in entertainment right you know right tv yeah. show you're a movie star yep whatever yeah, it's, it's 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 but anyway, it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Um, I'm glad I did it. I'm always I'm always grateful to do that kind of thing to be in front of, you know, be in front of those kind of people. It's still unbelievable to me. Every single time, I just fuck. I just, man, I soak it all in. I soak it all in. It's a good trip. I, you know what's so crazy too is, um, <laughs> as I'm going on stage, the security person by the stick by the stairs for the stage stopped me and was like where's your pass <laughs> like as i'm be- as I, like i just got introduced and i'm walking on stage he's like where's your pass I'm like i don't have a pass i'm about to go on stage don't you know who i am nope i would never say that <laughs> you know but but I, but but you know what if there were ever a situation to say that it would have been then because like you do need to know who the fuck like if you're gonna stop me before as i'm going up the steps you know dressed in a suit you know, like the guy before me and the, and the guy after me, he's like, "What are you stopping me for?" You know, but he apologized. He was a good dude about it. You know, maybe, I don't know what information he was given. You know, or you got right, a fucking, right. or you got a fucking idiot boss that's like, because a lot of times, like when someone stupid is in charge of you, and no, no matter how many levels above you, the, the shit trickles, shit rolls downhill is what they say. But it's like, the, nuance requires too much thinking. So they'll say something, you know, that's not new. Like for example, like <clears throat> I remember when I was work when I was waiting, uh, when I was like working the door at a, at, a, at certain places, and you know, and, and this is in California, and and the law says like if the person looks over like twenty eight or thirty two or something like that, you got to card them. But you know, but people that own or run the business would be like, I don't give a fuck how old they look. Check their ID. You know what I mean? Because that's the sort right, of thing right. you say when you don't feel like sitting down and and parsing out the deal, and and you don't trust my my judgment, so you just go just check everybody, you know? Right, right. And then some ninety year old man walks up, is like, "Yo, I haven't carried my ID in twenty five years," and you go, "Well, I'm sorry." He's like, "I want to talk to the manager," and the manager comes up and goes, "Why the fuck you bothering this old man?" You know? 
<laughs> You're like, because you. Yeah, so it's probably a situation like that. <laughs> um, yeah, but you you were saying, speaking of. Oh, uh, well, that kind of connects back to what you were just talking about. Yesterday, I was at the BMW Performance Center and Test Track. Okay. Over in Indio. Oh, it's in Thermal, California, which if people don't know, they if, 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 most people have heard of Coachella. It's like out in the desert. It's very close to there. And the exact thing happened to me where I was like driving around. I was doing it for a podcast for Scissor Bros with Jeremiah Wright and, uh, and Stevie. And I'm driving across the parking lot because there are paper signs, like handwritten paper signs stuck on cones. And this place is nice, but they were doing some sort of construction or whatever. So there's these paper signs telling you where to park. And I'm driving across the parking lot, and this guy is yelling at me and waving his hands, going, stop, stop. And I stop, and I roll down the window, and he's, like, yelling at me, like, what are you doing? This is an active drag race strip. And I look around, and there's no, like, cars getting ready to drag race or anything like that, but there's just, like, some cones out there. And uh, and I'm like, oh, sorry, like, where am I supposed to go? I'm just, I was just following the signs, and he's like, you got to go around here, and he's, like, showing me this whole thing, and he's yelling at me, and it's like, I don't fucking work here. I don't fucking know where I'm supposed to go. You've been here for ten fucking years, right? Like, is it obvious? It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be obvious. Is that? Is that? His, was that his tone? His tone was like I was the biggest fucking idiot in the entire world because I was driving across what looked like a parking lot in my car. And then, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was following the handwritten signs that had been put up. Uh, later on, the guy did. I did see the guy again, and he did apologize to me, which that did feel pretty good. But I feel like this has happened to me the last three or four times. It happened to me when I was at the comedy store last, uh, where I got yelled at by one of the by one of the waitresses because I was sitting in the wrong seat when I had been put in that seat by a different waitress. Oh. And I'm like, this is between y'all. <laughs> this, th- you two are arguing right now. Uh. I'm just sitting where I was told to sit. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, why is it so hard to accept an apology? I think, I think, I, I think. You know what it is? Is because I think I'm being pissed off is a drug. Feels good. You know, it's like um, it's like it's like I realize like you you have to f- sometimes you're just like you want to finish the emotion. Right, mm, it's like mm-hmm. it's like feeling things. It's like jerking off. It's like you want to fin, you want to fi- do the whole thing and get it o- get it out. But and so when you start getting irritated or angry, it builds and it builds and you're hooked and it feels good to get pissed and express. But as soon as somebody apologizes, it's like you got to shut all that shit down, or you got to be a piece of shit. You got to be a bigger piece of shit. Fuck right. your apologies. You, you got to do that. So so it's one yeah. or, it's one or the other, right? And so oh, it, it's it's so. It's so and because that's that's exactly what happened to me. I I got because 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 you know he threw me off. He fucked up my train of thought, and I was thinking about it the whole time I was performing. Um, not yeah. not the whole time, but you know it was on my mind. And 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 when I got done, I was like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker a piece of my mind. And as soon as I took a step off stage, he was like, Hey man, my bad. Like I I don't know what I was thinking about. I'm like, Oh all right, man, fuck. Okay, <laughs> you're like mad that. 
mad that they apologize now you can't well yeah well now i gotta go now i gotta go tell somebody the story so i can get it out you know right yeah you gotta exactly. finish you gotta finish being angry um you have to talk to somebody else and for them to go like yeah man you should have been angry that's right that's the right that's the right reaction yes. you go yeah it is yeah the show the fuck is you know yeah. you gotta have you gotta get, you have a friend like tag up your anger give me some <laughs> tags um all right well <sighs> you want to do some news you want to do some uh you want to do some mailbag uh let's do Wow, VA called me twice, back to back. Oh, talk about something that's about to be some bullshit. Uh, when, uh, it's the West LA VA, even though I've told the VA that I moved like a month and a half ago. Uh, but that's, you know, they the VA's going VA, y'all. They gonna, they gonna, that's what they do. They just, you know, they got like three or four different systems that the information got to go into because, you know, 2,000 dinosaurs want to keep using MS-DOS or whatever because that's what they learned. The system, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no fucking reason why the VA can't be the most modern uh, and I mean technologically savvy medical shit in the world. Right. Yes, we have the technology, we have the budget, but that shit's all full of crooks. You know what I'm saying? Most of yeah, them, I was going to say there there is a reason why. Yeah, most of the money set aside for veterans is is stolen, and a lot of times it's from veterans. It's like it's stolen by veterans. Yeah, you know, uh, most of it is people that ain't veterans. It's you know, it's politicians and shit. But they all, it's like most when you when they when they when they when they announce like, oh, we just gave a new you know half a billion dollar VA budget. That money ain't going to help no motherfucking. Uh, veterans, right? Hell no, hell no. That shit's being embezzled, smuggled. You know, if if they were to audit, if they were to audit, see, they don't want to audit the VA because they would have to shut that motherfucker down. If they right. if they was to truly do a do an audit of the VA, they would have to shut that bitch down. Because because they'd be like, yo, we gonna have to, we, we gonna have to fucking fire like half of these people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed that money is money be coming up missing or, or you know, they don't have new beds. And then you you walk into some of these facilities and it's like, you know, marble statues and paints. You're like, what the fuck? It's like that money is just I'm telling you somebody, you know, somebody, you know, somebody's brother owns the fucking the 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 place that like lays tile and so they get him they make sure he get the contract and then he charged oh, yeah. double no, no bid no bid contracts to like yeah. redo some section that nobody uses. like look look man maybe I've told this story before but when when I lived in that homeless shelter for vets um um I remember like I re- I remember like all the things that were like hella cheap. And there wasn't no money for it and all this other shit. And then as soon as the guy running the place, the guy running the place like relapsed and it was a big scandal. And then all of a sudden it was new everything, you know? And I, and, and I remember them coming to us um, 
They wanted us to be represented in like this class action lawsuit. Because the uh the West VA, the West LA VA campus, it's 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 a shitload of acres, maybe like five hundred acres, something crazy. It's, it's a lot of fucking land, and it was it was donated to the to the city specifically for veterans. You know, since 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 the Civil War or some shit, and most of the land is is not being utilized. It there's empty buildings and all this other shit. They got all these homeless veterans in, in the city. Don't none of them live over there. Very little of them live on the on the actual property. And it's a big ass hospital. There's um, uh, there's the UCLA baseball field. There's the uh, the Brentwood that like that fancy high school up there. They've got like swim Olympic swimming mm-hmm. facilities and tennis courts and it's all this shit on there. Not for veterans. There's a fucking little mini golf course putt putt thing, a little park, some statue, all this other shit, and then. They started going back through the records. It was like, wait a minute, who so, who bought this? <laughs> nobody knows. Wait a minute, who signed this contract? No, don't nobody know. They don't even know. They like because they were trying to figure out where the money went, and they wanted to do a class action lawsuit. So they came and included us. Uh, they tried to include us, you know. And they were like, you have more power than you know, and all this shit. And but all they ended up wanting was for us to have access to the facilities that they built. You know, because because you know, because th- think about it like this: you, if you were, if you was a veteran, you know, you don't, because this is actually exactly my situation. You walking from the hospital, you don't have a car. You walking from the VA hospital, and you walk through their baseball diamond, they will have you arrested for trespassing or have you removed. Oh, even though this is VA land, right? And they ain't veterans, so Jesus it's it, Christ, right? And so that's all we got out of the lawsuit was that we're allowed to be on or near these properties. It, it, not during school hours, and and I think we had access to like the swimming pool, not during school hours. But nobody, but nobody wants to find out where all that motherfucking money went. Nobody wants to find out right. who who sold the land to other people. Nobody knows. No one has any idea. You think that there would be some sort of a paper trail for something like that? You would think so. You would think like if you really, really, really wanted to know. We know who own. We know who own it. We just don't know who they bought it from, or how, or for how much, you know. So it's it's that kind it's that kind of situation. It's like all the like people that think that our government ain't corrupt. You got a whole other thing coming. You got a whole other thing coming. It's the fact that we have the most money. That's not. It's the fact that we have the most money that isn't controlled by like a single family or something like that. Like we had the most the most spread out wealth. And it gives us the illusion that we are less corrupt than like some third world country's government or something. No, I don't no, think we that's don't. accurate though, right? Huh? I, I think I think we have way higher wealth inequality than most other countries. Um right. I mean right. I mean it's getting there. It's I mean we're we're heading in we're headed in that direction. But I but I just mean for the longest time the facade was that you know, like when you when you look places in America, you can see wealth. You know, and so it gives you the illusion that like there ain't some there ain't some dictator sitting up on the hill and you know with mm. a gold with a gold tank while you living in a in a in a thatch hut or whatever. You know, it's like it's it's not visual. It's not it's not apparent. 
sure the the wealth inequality and we because we figured out a way you know with with the stock market and you know and all these fucking weird terms these bankers and shit make up to to make it almost impossible for the average person to even recognize any of it or or where all the money's gone or who really has it we don't you know yeah i think i think the issue is that we in the united states nominally have equivalent political power we don't really but that's at least the mythology that we tell ourselves and meanwhile money is what gives you political power in the united states yeah money is power well that well that's power i told you we talked about this last week that's the lesson that you got to take from game of thrones is Mm -hmm. right and wrong are are secondary to power you know Whoever has right. the whoever has the power is right. That's that's how it works. It's like it, it it you know it's it's easy to get caught up in like this this self righteous bullshit where like because I mean you hear me complain about it ad nauseum, but I feel like the left always wants to win by being right. They want to be righteous. They want to win righteously. You know, and it's impossible. We fighting, we fighting a war with a hand. You know, the other side ain't got no motherfucking rules, and we over here mm. like, but I'm gonna rise above it and be, and be the better person. Uh, it's like Brian, uh, when they go low, we go high. Yeah, right. No, when they go low, I get high and think of revenge. <laughs> That's what I do. I get creative. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's do let's do two news stories. And then answer some emails. How about we do that? All right. You got what, you got some news stories you picked out, or you want me to? Man, I I always have some in my head before I come here, and now I just I gotta stop getting high before the show. <laughs> uh, secret show tonight. KCPD. Now, what is that? Oh, the Kansas City Police Department. Yeah. KCPD said missing black women reports in KC were completely unfounded. Less than a month later, one escaped after being kidnapped from Prospect and tortured in a basement for over a month. That's from the Kansas City Defender. Damn, that was a long-ass headline, Kansas City Defender. They're trying to be complete, man. That was just the headline. Do I even got to read the article now? Uh, The bombshell revelations and horrifically tragic events explicitly explicitly disprove KCPD's earlier statement that there are no missing black women from this area and that the potential of a KC serial killer is completely unfounded. The woman also told investigators her friends didn't make it out and had been murdered by the man. Whoa. A bombshell. Why? That's the second time they use the word bombshell. Okay. A bombshell multi-county investigation began last Friday when a 22-year-old black woman escaped bondage after being kidnapped, sexually assaulted, and held captive in the basement of an Excelsior Springs, Missouri man's home. The man is identified as Timothy Haslett Jr., a white 39-year-old male. The woman was discovered around 8 a.m. last Friday, October 7th, when reports of a woman banging on doors and crying for help reportedly reached the police. Okay, what the fuck is going on in Kansas City? (laughs) I mean, let's pause right here because the the clear wrong is the kidnapping rapist motherfucker. But wait a minute. You mean to tell me 
that a crying woman banging on doors, nobody helped her. Y'all just called the police. No, ain't nobody let her in. Or am I misreading this? Have you you seen, uh, you ever seen Halloween, the original, the the movie? Halloween, the original? Yeah, the John Carpenter with Jamie Lee Curtis. There's Mm. that part in Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis is running around and banging on doors on Halloween night because he's being chased by Michael Myers. And there's that one shot where the guy like turns on the light, sees her banging on the door there he just turns the light off <laughs> and that's it. and yeah. when you're watching Halloween you're like that's the smart decision for that guy well okay listen <clears throat> I to to an extent I understand but hold on let me hold on let me make sure I'm reading this correctly okay yeah so listen if it's in the middle of the night and you banging on my door in a panic the brave thing to do would be to open the door and help you. Also the risky thing to do, right? Right. I would totally understand if you were to turn your light off. Because, you know, I'm I'm down I wanna help you, but I gotta see what you're running from. Like who like, mm-hmm. you know, if I can see the monster and you on my hey, come on, get in here. But if, you know, it, I don't know what you're running from. I don't know who after you. You know, I get I get that mentality. But this is eight AM. This, right. This is eight o'clock in the morning. People getting ready for work. Yeah. I I I I don't know. I don't know. Um Claw Ciara Tharp told the Excelsior Citizen that her grandmother provided the woman food. And, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was just judging the whole city of Kansas City. Provided the woman food and a blanket after bringing her inside Tharp's home. The Kansas City Defender has been working. Man, you see what I did? I stopped with half the information and went off on a rant <laughs> when the next sentence would have just... Anyway. Uh, no, 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 but what you have to do now, you got to do it. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah but still, yeah, she's banging still. on some other people. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's banging on, banging on other people's people shit. Yeah, I'm not all the way wrong. Um, the Kansas City Defender has been working collaboratively with the Excelsior Citizen, a local news outlet in Excelsior Springs, on this story. She made the comment about her friends, that they didn't make it, and that he had killed them. I'm really hoping they find evidence about her friends. If anything, she can have closure about her friends. I just hope they can find everything they need to. All right. Well, that's that's depressing. Yeah, but, but and what's up with the police? You know what, man? I mean, at this point, at this point, I mean, are we even surprised anymore? No. I mean, are we are we even shocked anymore when we hear shit like this? Everything's fine. This rumors, that shit's made up. People just reporting people missing. They just be doing that, you know. <laughs> it's because because listen, here's the truth, man. Every kind of like like with the with the with policing and in the medical field, there's 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 this implicit racism of like that you know that black that black people's cries are overblown you know that we can take more pain that we you know that that the you know our average you know blood pressure is a little higher so so it's like they tell you later when you got to do something about it like shit like that like still doctors there's still doctors who think that black people have thicker skin 
like literally thicker oh, skin. Oh yeah, there's dumbass. Doc- I told you about that. I told you about the doctor I had that was like, she wouldn't test me for HIV because she was like, she's like, well, are you are you do you are you a homosexual male? And I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it's like it, this. This was like this was like 2016. It's like, lady, are you what, like what? That's some ignorant shit. Yeah, like what decade you living in? What are you talking about? What, 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 see, see, let me let me let me refresh her. <clears throat> what it was is that I said I wanted to get tested, and she was like, "Full panel." I was like, "Yeah, full panel." So they get it, you know. And I ain't hear nothing back. No, no news is good news. Then six months later, I'm back at the doctor for another checkup, and I'm like, "I never heard nothing from my SDC, STD results." And she was like, "Well, if you don't hear nothing, it means it's fine." And she read right through it. She was like, "Yeah, you don't have this, and you don't have that, and you don't have that." And I was like, "Wait a minute, AIDS is not on there." She's like. Yeah, why would we? T- I was like, you said it was a full panel. You tested me for three things. It's, it's, it's at least like five things that you should be tested for. Mm-hmm. Just being out here in these streets, right? So, <laughs> and then she was like, we, it's, yeah. And so I, I basically had to be like, yeah, well, yeah, you know what? I roll around in needles butt naked in West Hollywood in the alleys um, on my lunch breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, we 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 play kick the needle, you know, just so she would give me a fucking HIV test. <sighs> the VA once again, it keeps coming full circle. All right, one more, one more article. Um, Florida puts, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do some technology. Why the James Webb Space Telescope's amazing pillars of creation photo? has astronomers buzzing. Uh, the James Webb Space Telescope took a breathtaking look inside the pillars of creation, a spectacular dust cloud formation made famous by its predecessor, the Hubble Telescope. The image is not only stunningly beautiful, but also reveals cosmic processes never before observed. Can we put this up here what, what, I mean, with such a clarity? The, uh, here is yeah, what we'll, astronomers... I'll put the picture on the, in, the, in the video. Um. Here's what astronomers see behind the sparkling color, colorful tapestry. If you want to properly take in the magic of the James Webb Space Telescope's photo of the Pillars of Creation, you have to download the original image from the website of the Space Telescope Science Institute, STSCI, in Baltimore, which manages the mission's science operations. It's not a small file, all about 150 megabytes. That's not any shit. Well, for a single image, that's that's... No, but it says it might clog your internet download link for a while. Oh, your internet downlink. No, for a that while. ain't gonna happen. What gonna happen. the fuck are they talking about at NASA? One hundred and fifty megabytes. That ain't clogging shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could download. The, I could download that right now on my phone in like ten seconds. Yeah, no, I already downloaded it. It's yeah, with fine. a sh- with but a the, shitty the signal. The image is dope though. Yeah, I think they just. Oh yeah, the image is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love technology, man. I'm just so. I'm just so with it. I'm so with it right now. Like, <clears throat> you know, my new one of my new addictions. I told you is these these daggone 4K Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm addicted now. I just started collecting the daggone steel books, which is like hardier. You know, some kind of artwork or something else up, and some of the shit's ridiculous. And and uh, like, I, 
I saw for the for, to get the whole MCU thing it was like six hundred dollars, six hundred fifty dollars. The the Infinity Saga? No, like every MCU movie. It's like uh, it's like there's like fifty one discs or something like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not gonna happen. I don't. I don't want to. I don't even like them all. And, and I, right. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I just I just need the Avengers movies, you know. And then I'll pick and choose the rest. Guardians of the Galaxy one, Iron Man. You know what I mean? Thor two. No wait a minute. I like all the Captain. I like all the Captains America. All the Captains America. Um, yeah. Captain America, First Avenger. Uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, that's by far the best solo series. I mean, isn't there a fourth one? I don't think so. There's four Captain America movies, right? No. Right? Captain America. Captain America, Captain America, Winter Soldier. And then no, Civil War. Just, just uh, Civil just the War. Three? The next one is going to be uh, the one with Anthony Mackie as Captain America. They did announce that one. Oh, Black Captain America? Yeah, Black Captain America. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. And um, I'm also, I'm waiting on my daggone uh, Lord of the Rings. It, it, see, the problem with that is, it's the opposite problem, is it's hard to get the cheap one. I just I just, I just need the discs. If it's a steel book, I'll get the steel book. But I don't need the collector's box with the booklet and the fucking, you know, bag right. tags and, and leather jacket. And I don't need all that shit. There's right. just more shit. There's just more shit to, to have to put somewhere. You it's know? like when people get the like ultimate edition Fallout game or whatever, and it comes with like a tote and <laughs> right. a little maquette that you're supposed to put on your mantelpiece or whatever. I don't need none of that. I don't need none of that. Oh, okay. Whew. All right, let's answer an email or two. Um. Let me see, huh? Man, it's something I, I'm a, as soon as we finish, I'm gonna fucking remember. So <clears throat> I can't get to everybody. Let me just do the one at the top. Since that's the newest. Uh, Emma, did you see this link from uh, Joe, from Fat Joe? And uh, a dog attack may have killed Amazon delivery driver. Sheriff says. Okay, this is from Fat Joe. And an Amazon delivery driver was found dead in Missouri after a suspected dog attack Monday night. Damn, Missouri again. <laughs> the, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was it Kansas? It's only one Kansas City, right? Or was it two Kansas there, City? No, I think there's two Kansas City. There's Kansas City, Kansas, and there's Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, well, the article earlier was Missouri. Okay, The earlier one was Missouri, though. Okay, damn, Missouri one more time. Um, the delivery worker, I don't, not you. Stop it. This is happening a lot lately where my Google devices be thinking I said, okay, Google. And the, Well, you just did. Yeah, there's no way to not do that. Um, yeah, so they, but sometimes I just be thinking I asked it something and I didn't. Stop spying mm-hmm. on me. Delivery worker was dropping off packages at a home in Excelsior Springs, Missouri, an area outside Kansas City when he was apparently attacked and killed. Authorities were investigating whether two dogs who lived at the home and whose owners were out of town may have been responsible. Deputies found the man's body outside the home with what looked like bite marks all over his body. Bruh, it's the same town. It's what? Excelsior Springs. Yo. 
What if that? It's the same spot. It's the same dude. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. They arrested him and his dogs got out. Dog attacks are commonly reported by delivery workers, but usually result in injury, not death. In 2021, more than 5,400 postal workers were attacked by dogs. According to the U.S. Postal Service, Kansas City, Missouri had the third highest number of attacks on letter carriers with 48 attacks last year. Wow. Man, that make me not want to go down there. Damn, how did y'all get Patrick Mahomes to sign a motherfucking billion-dollar contract to stay there for, for, for 50 years? Um... Well, appreciate the email as always, Joe. Thank you very much. Um, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Uh, this is from the homie. We do have a um, we do have a, a advice champ. Oh, where is that? Uh, I think he didn't want it to be. He wanted it to be anonymous, but if you look, it says girlfriend advice, money problems. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And, um, okay. Oh, wait a this is from six days ago. Didn't we do this on the... No, we didn't. Nope. I'm a huge fan... Brian, I'm a huge fan of your comedy. Wait a minute. So, wait a minute. At which name does he want me to keep anonymous? At the end, we'll it's just, at the end we'll it just says... Make up, we'll just make up a new one. Just call him Sam. Okay. All right. All right, this email is from Sam. Brian, I'm a huge fan of your comedy and and now your podcast. I'm lucky enough to have seen you a few times and will continue to catch you at the Vulcan when I can. Um, I've been dating my girl for a year now and everything has been great. We're beginning to talk about our future plans to get married and start a family. Okay. And my only reservation is that we're having some tough conversations about money. Uh, this mostly involves her criticizing me for overspending. Everything from making a snarky comment if I order an expensive entree at a restaurant to entirely nixing plans, vacations, and even family weddings because it would be too expensive. I believe she is coming from a good place, but it's clear that we have very different relationships with money, and it's becoming increasingly difficult. To add to this, when discussing future plans, she has made it clear that if we were to have kids, she wants to stop working. I have a great job, and I believe I could support a family on my income, but surely this would add more pressure to an already tense situation. Can you offer any advice on how to talk through these issues and get aligned on our finances? Thanks, advice champ. Um, well, you said a lot there. And, okay, now, again, I can only go off what you're what you're saying, and then I gotta I gotta in, I gotta uh, I gotta in, deduce or infer what you're not saying, because it, I mean, it sounds like you're saying that your wife, like your your wife is complaining about your spending, but you haven't well, given it's not his wife; it's his girlfriend. I'm, I'm sorry, your 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 fiance or your or someone you're planning on marrying. Yeah. But you're saying she complains about your spending, but you haven't given me any indication about as to whether those complaints are valid, you know? Because there is a line that, you know, I mean, I don't know what you're spending it on. Do you have a gambling problem? Are you buying 4K Blu-rays? 
Well, he's he's saying that it's it's stuff like expensive entree at a restaurant, uh, vacations, family weddings, stuff uh, like that. So it doesn't sound like. I think we can assume that it's she's not complaining about him like gambling or something like that. I mean, maybe he right, is. Right, but if, if, that, if, that, if that's the case, then this advice won't well, really apply. We, well, yeah, what he's saying is it's everything from that small thing to mm. these big things. Yeah. Her complaining about. But what he's not telling me is, like, can you afford, like, you know, is she complaining about all these things because you spend too much money all the time? Like, can you afford these, all these trips and vacations and shit that you, that you, or is she, is she trying to be responsible? I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And, um, but that's not even really what you're asking. You're asking how can, um, how can, can I offer you any advice on how to talk through these things? Well, I don't think y'all should get married. (laughs) I don't because, because one, um, you know, this because these are three separate problems. One, y'all. One, you're 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 constantly irritated with her, by her, with you by her doing what you perceive to be nagging you, right? Um, that's compounded by the fact, which is what your last paragraph is that y'all have trouble communicating. Right, and then on top of that, she don't want to work, and I, I can tell that that bothers you, and I can, and so, and I can also tell that you have not expressed that. Bingo, you know, and so it's like, and 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 I get it. I've been in relationships and friendships with people where, you know, sometimes the problem is that I don't communicate, and sometimes the problem is that. Um, I, actually, I just I just dealt with this recently, a couple weeks ago, with with uh, certain people around me, where they complain that you don't communicate, but then when you try to communicate, you know, they make communicating with them so fucking frustrating and ir- irritating that you would just rather not deal with the headache. You know what I mean? So it it could be that maybe you maybe you don't communicate with for that reason. Maybe you're one of those people that's conflict averse you you know you 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 shy away from conflict um maybe you're p- whipped you know maybe you just pussy whipped you know beta male shit and you just and your wife just runs all, or your girl just runs the fuck all over you and you don't say anything i, I you don't strike me as that sort of person um but you know but these are these seems like these are deep seated you know issues and and i feel like if you already aren't talking about little shit like whether she'll work when y'all have kids, if you ain't if you ain't telling her that you got a problem with that, I mean, what do you, how you gonna tell her? Hey, you know, shut the fuck up about my bread that I'm spending. You know, I I think what he's saying though is that he's okay being the sole breadwinner in the house, right? Mm-hmm. But if that's going to be the case, then how will that not how is she going to be okay with that if she's already right. sweating about money well, yeah. how is she going to be okay with having a single income household and and, and here here's here's the other thing i do know the overwhelming majority of of marriages end 
over money. Yes. Money and time. Those are the number two. Th- well, t- time being the prerequisite, but it's but it's it's money. Money problems are are the number one problem in all marriages. Yeah. You know, in 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 out of all every you know out of all problems, it's the number one problem. You know, time is the second problem. Like if you don't have if you don't have enough time to spend together, you start growing apart, you start fucking other people, that kind of shit. But money, if if you it, it sounds like you have the answer to your question. You just, you know, you need to hear me say it out loud. But it's like if you if you're spending if you feel like you spend money okay and she's and she, you don't think she's ever going to get past that and then later on she don't want to work. I don't know, man. You know, or may, but maybe you're saying to yourself, "Oh, I really love this girl and I want to make it work." Well, then you know, well then, you know, just make 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 some, make an effort and see if that works. You know, like go take a fucking financial literacy class or something. Show her that you're trying to improve on this money spending, or break up. Those are your two choices. Yeah. Uh, you can can you tag me in? I got I have I have something to say about yeah, this. Yeah, I am it. married, and I do. I mean, that is what me and my wife argue about the most is money, because yeah. that's what every married couple argues about the most is money. Uh. I would suggest that the two of you sit down and make a budget. And just by making that budget, you're going to have to have these conversations about how much you want to spend a month on, or, you know, how much you want to spend a year on vacations and going to family weddings and stuff like that. How much you want to spend on a week by week basis on ordering food or eating out or whatever you're going to do. And then, and then when you're at a restaurant and she gives you side eye because you're going to order the surf and turf or whatever, then you can go back to like, okay, well, is this in our, like, is this in our budget? Right. And you need to stick to the budget too. But the, the purpose of the budget is not just to stick to it. The purpose of it is to prompt these conversations with each other about what you want to spend money on and how much. And then, and then you can also, if, if you want extra credit, look down the line and say like okay well if we get if we date for another year and then we get married and then we're married for a year and then we have kids and blah 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 you can work it out and figure out all right how much money do i expect to be making five years from now when we have kids and is is that going to be enough money to support the lifestyle that we want according to our budget yeah plus also the key part here is dating a girl for a year that's not very long, my guy. That's t- to me. Look, I mean, unless y'all are living together and you haven't indicated to you, unless y'all are living together, and even then, I mean, if a year, my money ain't how I spend my money in your motherfucking business. <laughs> you know, y'all always talking about getting married, having kids. I mean, t- take it a beat. I don't know how old you are, man, but that's that's to me, that's a little quick. That's a little quick to be ha- talk, having those discussions, you know. Um. Yeah, until you until y'all can like Rob said, that's a that was an excellent thing. Until y'all, but until y'all can communicate, it's hopeless. There's no point in even like if you can't have if you can't do this. What Rob just said, sit down, have a budget, discuss it, talk it out. If you can't do that, it's hopeless. Until you can do that, all this talk about getting married and having kids, fuck that. No way. Then you gonna have a bunch of fucking passive aggressive ass kids. 
<laughs> you know. I, also, I'll I'll let them know the the money the money discussions don't get easier once you're older, once you're living together, once you have a once you you know if you buy a, if you buy a place, once you have a mortgage, once you have kids, kids are yeah. expensive as shit. Once you gotta once you gotta talk her into taking her fucking father off life support. <laughs> Then, then that shit gets serious. Like, honey, we spending two thousand dollars a month to keep this motherfucker alive. He's a vegetable. <laughs> I mean, come on, Bradley's in fucking college. You know, you know that's a tough Bradley. One. Yeah, I, I'm, I just imagine they would name their kid Bradley. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, yeah. Um, yeah, that, so that I guess that sums it up. That's our advice, right? Uh, we, you should sit down, do a budget. A monthly budget, have these conversations. Um, uh, you should have a savings, though, you know, or or, or something, you know, because you could be irresponsible. I, I, you know, I don't know. But like I said, try. You have to put forth the effort. You might also find out that there's a reason, there's some reason why you don't want to be with this person. Like, you might find out, oh, well, the reason why I'm so obsessed with money is because I have $150,000 in credit card debt. You you want to know uh, that right now? Oh yeah, you got to you got to know how much debt they in because that's gonna become your debt. Yep. You know, in fact, maybe go maybe go to couples therapy before you a year a year. Sit down, make a budget. It's gonna you're gonna talk through the shit, and if she doesn't want to do it, then she ain't for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that that's the thing, man. You have to be able to have hard conversations with your significant other. You 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 got to be able to get stuff off your chest and put everything on the table, you know. It, it, it's, it, it's not even really about money. It's not about the money. Mm. It's about your ability to like tolerate one another's um, strong convictions on things that are matters of opinion. You know. I mean, just be lucky you ain't got a stupid bitch on your arm, because that's because then you got to deal with, you know, you got to argue with her about facts. You know, you arguing about somebody about the about opinions of on things that are a matter of opinion. You got to be able to do that to be in a relationship, you know, or you or you got to be also stupid to date. To, you know, I guess, you know what? I'm thinking too much into it. I hope that helped you out, brother. Please email us back and uh, let us know when you're single because you're going to be. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let us know how, how it works out. Um, Hey. Hey, this is uh this is Mike from Minnesota. He said, "Hey Brian, I love the podcast. My question: What's your favorite movie show media about revenge? I'm partial to the 2002 adaptation of the Council of Monte of the Count of Monte Cristo, even though it's a bit campy. I love Count of Monte Cristo. Also, have you seen Dora Hedora on Netflix?" It's like The Punisher meets Alice in Wonderland, and also it's vaguely a revenge story. All the best, Mike from Minnesota. Um, I feel like I've read this. Um, my favorite movie show media about revenge. Um, I, I guess my go-to answer would be Lucky Number Slevin, um, which isn't on 4K Blu-ray, by the way. Lucky Number Slevin. Um, Star-studded joint. It got no fucking media attention whatsoever, and it has. It's got Bruce Willis, Josh Hartnett, Lucy Liu, Sir Ben Kingsley, Morgan Freeman, and other people. 
Um, but anyway, it's a great revenge story. I like old boy. Oh, you know what? No, it's old boy. The original, not the fucking Spike Lee bastardization yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, what a fucking revenge story right there. If you ain't seen it, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna ruin it for you, but you need to get the fuck out there and go see that thing, man. Woo! The original old boy was fucking intense. Intense. Have you seen Mandy, Brian? Oh, yeah, I've seen Mandy. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, to me, for, but see, for me, Mandy was more of like a visual thing. It wasn't a great script, but it was like a great. That's fair. It was a, it was a great experience. It was like a great, like, journey. Like, it was kind of a trippy. I mean, what would you call it? Like acid horror? Yeah, acid horror, psychedelic horror. Yeah, yeah, it was, but it was great. It was, it was, it was fun to watch, and I, I would love to see that in like full HDR. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we cooking. Let me see. Can I get that in 4K? Hey Google, find Mandy in 4K Blu-ray. Arrow Video. Yep, yep, Arrow. Yo, Arrow got a lot of shit. See, see, I, ju- I just found out in this little world that, like, different companies pay for the rights to remaster the material in 4K. Mm-hmm. So, and, and so there's different companies that do better jobs that are different. That's why you get different, like, exclusives or collector's editions and all that's because the, some do reprints and what have you. Um, and Arrow, Arrow has a pretty good uh, reputation, but yeah, those are two good ones. Old Boy, the original, and, uh, and that's actually a trilogy, by the way. It's Old Boy, uh, Sympathy for Miss for Lady Vengeance, and what was the other one? I think the other one was Mister Vengeance. No, it was. La- oh no, it's Sympathy for Mister Vengeance, and it's Lady Vengeance is the third one. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. So it goes old boy. Uh, it goes. It goes. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is the first one, and then it goes old boy, and then it goes Lady Vengeance. Yeah, but old boy's the masterpiece. Yeah, that one's uh, so sick. Yeah, I I don't even remember the plot to the other two, but I I know I've seen them. All right, one more, one more. Man, it seems like all these are. Um, see, I don't remember which ones we didn't get to. Uh, throw one out there, and I'll I'll let you know if we got if we did it. Um, uh, wow, this is another one from well, this one's on the red. It's another one from Fat Joe, DJ Fat Joe. Uh, let me see here. This is an article Jamaica Broadcasting Regulator bans music and TV deemed to glorify crime. Jamaica's broadcasting regulator has has banned music and TV broadcast deemed to glorify or promote criminal activity, violence, drugs, uh, use, uh, scamming, and weapons. Um, that's all the best TV. The government has said the ban is meant to cut back on material that could give the wrong impression that criminality is an accepted feature of Jamaican culture and society. This is the kind of shit that pisses me off. It's like these fucking Puritans. Will, will we ever be rid of them? Nope. These people that want to control how people feel and think. You blame, you know, let's talk about it. These shitty parents 
that blame their fucked up kids' fucked upness on movies, music, video games, podcasts. No, it's because you're an absentee parent. That's what it is. You're not involved in your children's lives. That's what it is. And that doesn't mean that your kid do something fucked up that is completely your fault. But, like, don't blame a fucking song. You know what I'm saying? Either your kid was just a piece of shit. You know, look, maybe, you know, listen. Before movies, media, and, and, and video games, the world was full of violence. It was mostly violent. It was more violent. So it's 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 absolutely crazy to me that that people come to these conclusions that like, oh, if we just if we ban if we ban rap music and ban movies where people get murdered and killed and robbed and scammed, that it'll stop people from wanting to be scammers. No, motherfucker, poverty makes people do be scammers. Right. I was gonna say I don't even think it's like absentee parents necessarily, except to the extent that sometimes parents are absent because. They got to make some fucking money, or they're yeah. in jail, or they were shot, or whatever. And you can definitely be a rich scabber. Uh, it's poverty or narcissism make you a scammer. Yep. And or, or both. That's it. And then they they have the causal relationship exactly backwards. It's these these in reality the societal situations create the crime, and then the people who grow up in those communities that are full of crime make art about crime because that's what their experiences it, are. Well, exactly. Because, you, you know, it, 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 but it, it's crazy to me that it's like if I was to, you know, it, it, you know, it's almost like going, hey, you know what? We need to stop showing uh, Save It Private Ryan so that our government will stop trying to go to war. It's like that. <laughs> it's, com- it's completely fucking crazy to think like this. It's completely backwards. Yeah, you can't stop people from being people. We're we're a shit species. We're awful. And a very small percentage of us are a little less awful. And an even smaller percentage of us are excellent. And we just got to hope those people are smart. Because the, the stupid and evil things are, are you know... We and every now and then we get somebody that's an excellent person and also not a fucking idiot, and they and they drag us the rest of us along. Well, and then we murder them. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean you know, you want to be a Debbie Downer about it? Yeah, we usually do. <laughs> we usually do for, kill Brian. them. That's what yeah. I'm here for. Yeah, we usually kill them or um, you know, it's not, it, it, you know, but but stopping <laughs> stopping violent music isn't gonna stop violence in fact some of the most remembered names in history were violent people you know Alexander the Great Hannibal Barker Genghis Khan um um I just ran out of stuff you know what I'm saying um um uh, uh Darius Darius the, 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 uh, the Great. Um, multiple Dariuses. Oh, yeah. Multiple Dariuses. Darius. Yeah. Multiple Dariuses. Um, Caesars. Every Caesar was a piece of shit. Every Caesars. Him. Xerxes. <laughs> Mark Anthony. All these names you know because they murdered enough people to, to be remembered. 
Yep. Well, th- this is exactly in uh, in in House of the Dragon, right? Where Viserys is a- asking, you know, will I be remembered as a great king? Because he didn't go to any war, you know, he didn't he 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 presided over peace, a, a tenuous peace, but peace mainly for most of his reign. And I forget his advisor's name or whatever. It's like, well, he was you you were a good king. You presided over over peace, but kings are not remembered for being good. Kings are remembered for being conquerors. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and I think that's just our nature. You know, so this, so yeah, my, so my, my point is this, this idea that art creates violence is, it's touchy. It's touchy at best. It's, it's a little flimsy. It's a little suspect. You know, now, I, I, I don't doubt for one second that uh that uh that you know scammers real life scammers probably do love the show about scammers maybe they get an idea or two or something like that you know art art can art can definitely affect public opinion about different things but sure i don't think that you're going to prevent crime by outlawing or banning art about crime well let me ask you this rob if we knew that it would would you be okay with that this is like equilibrium 1984 or was it 1942 1984 yeah this is like equilibrium status where it's like what but what if banning art did prevent crime because it prevented emotion. Like, would you be cool with that? Then, well, what the fuck? I think that's two different questions. The first is, the first is, if banning certain types of art actually did reduce crime and suffering, would I be okay with that? I guess I have to say yes, if it did work. But it depends on what the mechanism of action is why does it work if it works because nobody feels any emotions and we're all just zombies walking around and moving levers from here to here over and over again all day and we all survive but we live these empty robotic lives i don't think that's a good trade if it so, if so it you think you, you think the danger is the danger is worth uh the all the other things we get from art yeah i think that art is in i think that art is a a indispensable aspect of being human human. condition yeah yeah it's like because if you take away art what what what's left yeah a a life a life without emotion or self-expression or communication would not in my mind be worth living. Yeah, dude. That's now, what we do. I, we fuck, yeah. we fight, and we art. That's that's what a human is to me. You know? Right. Yeah, because with, without art, all that's left is fucking inviting and fucking don't last that long. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, you wanna get the fuck out of here? Yeah, I forgot eating. Um yeah, I think I feel that feels like a good stopping point. 
Yeah, uh, please it. go to all the platforms. BS with Brian Simpson. Uh, please email BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, or concerns. If you need to hear from the advice champ, just let me know. Don't message me or DM me. I do read them sometimes, but um, but uh, it's hard to have them all in one. It's easier to have them all in one place. So please, if you want advice, just email bsbrownsmith.gmail.com. If you want my tour dates, we have two more stops this year before we kick off next year's tour. One in uh, one in uh, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and one in Iowa. Davenport, Davenport, Iowa. Uh, uh, so get your tickets. They're on the website at uh, be at Um You can also click on the link on any of my socials. Uh, BS comedian on all socials. And, uh, and yeah, y'all have a good day. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>